Hey, you're listening to the GGC Life Podcast, weekly messages from our Sunday services. We hope this message encourages you. Be blessed. We're going to, I'm going to speak briefly um, on Thanksgiving, the importance of giving thanks. Uh, thanks. Giving thanks to God is another way of giving praise to God. So when we're praising God, obviously we're, we're exalting Him, we're worshiping Him, we're, we're lifting His name up, we're magnifying, but we're also giving thanks to Him, being grateful in our hearts for who He is. First of all, for who He is, and also for what He does in our lives, because that reflects who He is. What God does in our life shows us His nature. And, um, you know, the, the, the Bible's full of it, and especially the book of Psalms, it says, um, thank the Lord for he is good. There's lots of scriptures like that. Thank the Lord, be thankful for he is good, or be thankful because his mercy endures forever. Like, thank him because he's good. And if we're not thankful for all that he does and who he is, trust me, the world will bring our brain and our mind and our focus on the little things that are going wrong, the negative things in our lives. A lot of times, I've seen this happen in my life, in Christine and myself leading the church, um, also everyone that we are trying to help. Um, it's so easy to focus on 5% of the things that are going wrong in our life and forget there's 95% of the things that are still really, really good. You'll be surprised as a, as a human in our brain how it works. We go to the negative and we end up talking about the problem. It's one thing that's going wrong. Sometimes it's one person that's given me a problem in church. One person. And I forget about 95 or 99% of the people that are faithful, loving, committed, serving, loving God, love us, are loyal, and, 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 and we, one person. And your mind goes to that one person. It's the same at work. A lot of good relationships and sometimes one thing goes wrong and you just think about that one thing. And our brain goes there. So it's important to, to I believe, have the right heart, have the right attitude in life. I'm telling you, this attitude will give you the winning attitude in life. I believe that with all my heart. I, I, I just believe that if we have a negative complaining attitude and all we see is the negative, your eyes become blind to the good. You know, this, there's a scripture in Psalms 136 that says, uh, be thankful to the one who flung, this is paraphrase, my paraphrase, who, flungs the, who, who flung the sun in the sky. When's the last time you ever just said thank you for the sun? Now think about it for a moment. The sun gives us life. If the sun blew up and exploded, we instantly die. That's the goodness and faithfulness of God that it rises up every morning and it sets every morning. Every night, thanks. <laughs> like, be thankful that the sun, and I believe it's going to endure as long as God wants it to endure. I have no fear of the sun blowing up. I have no fear of meteorite hitting our planet. Not at all, because I know God's word. The people out there that don't know God's word are worried about what happens if we get a meteorite and it, and it blows us up and explodes the whole earth and... Be thankful that God flung the stars, the universe, the moon, put it in place. Just, you might think, that, that's a small thing, Leo, but no, be thankful. Be thankful. Many years ago, about 29 years ago, I, I, I cut a long story short, I, I, I started visiting someone in jail. It was a very wealthy, rich Jew from the United States. He did something, young, he did something stupid when he was young, um, got wrong with a long cloud and crowd, and he tried to smuggle in drugs into our country. He didn't know Jesus. Tried to smuggle drugs in, gets busted, and cops like, um, I think it was like ten years or something, and he's in jail. He, he's, he loses his family. No one visits. No one. He knows nobody here. He was a mule, a courier, and no one was visiting. His girlfriend bumped into someone in our church, and so I started visiting him. Church just started, and I, I just got married. And many times I. Saturday mornings, remember how many times I just say goodbye and, and go, go drive to Long Bay um, Jail and visit him. One of the things that stood out more than anything, because he lost his freedom. He's like 25 or something. And he would rejoice when Saturday was coming. He goes, oh, so good, Saturday. So what, why are you so happy about Saturday? He goes, because we get, we get a good meal on Saturday. Really, what do, you, what do you eat on Saturday? We get hot dogs on Saturday. He was excited because he's going to get hot dogs on Saturday. And I thought, he's rejoicing and grateful. Why? Because everything's been taken away. And he goes, the food's like this. And it's tasteless, it's yuck, it's cold, and you've got to eat it. And so when, when you get to Saturday and you get hot dogs, he's happy and grateful. And I thought about that is, we can go to any food court. Most of us can go to any food court and choose. We take food for granted. It's, you've got to have this attitude of being thankful for little things. 
being grateful and joyful, this is what brings us to a heart of thanking God for who He is and what He does in our lives. One time, I'm telling you some stories just to get your mind thinking and, and, and snapping. One time, Bondi Beach, I didn't know Jesus. I, I went swimming with a friend. I made this happen in the sense, let's go to Bondi, let's go to Bondi, we've got to go to Bondi, we've got to go to swim and everything. And my two, two brothers, one, one, I won't even say his name because we're on Facebook, but we, we, we went for a swim, cut a long story short, a freak accident. We're diving in the water, the water's like this, the waves are like this high. He, he dives and doesn't put his hands out and breaks his neck in the water. And, and I was catching the waves backwards. I was floating forward and we were mucking around. So I saw him floating in the water and didn't think anything about it. I thought he was playing in the water. I thought he was mucking around. And then after five or ten minutes, I finished swimming. I went up the top where the pavilion is in the stairs. And I said to his brother, where's your brother? He goes, I oh, didn't come out. Are you serious? And I looked down. There was a crowd of people around someone. Thank God the waves lifted his body and put him on his back. He didn't drown. But he lost the use of all his legs and his arms, quadriplegic. And I'm telling you, if you ask that guy, if you ask him, what would you have in life? What, what's your number one wish if you can get it? He'd say, oh, just the use of my limbs once again. He'd be the happiest person in the world if he could just use his legs. Most of us walked in today. Being thankful that you can walk. Be thankful you can breathe. Be thankful you're, you've got an able body if you have an able body. And if you don't have an able body, be thankful you can breathe. Be thankful you, you can still eat food. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't have this attitude in life, I'm telling you, the devil and the enemy and the demons will beat you around the head with all the little, little things that are going wrong. You've got to have this attitude. You've got to be grateful. The Bible is full of these things. Let me just read Psalms 35, 18. I will give you thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among much people. Psalms 50, verse 14, offer unto God thanksgiving and pave your vows unto the Most High God. Psalm 69, I'll praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify Him with thanksgiving. How do you magnify God? With thanksgiving, by being thankful. Psalm 79, 13, so we, your people and sheep of your pasture, will give you thanks forever. Isn't that good? We're going to be thanking God forever. Even in heaven, you'll be thanking God forever. You won't lose your attitude of gratitude in heaven. I can't imagine anyone walking around the streets of God and go, can't believe it, can't believe it. I didn't get my, I don't know, I didn't eat, eat what I wanted to eat today. Oh, look, it's so reflective, this, this clear gold. You can see my face through it. It's too bright. Oh, I can't believe it. No one's going to do that in heaven. You're going to be full of joy about everything. But Psalms 95, let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and make it a joyful noise. Psalms 104, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. How do you enter the presence of God? If you think, I haven't felt the presence of God. I don't experience God's presence. I don't feel his love. I don't feel his joy, his peace, his favor, his face, smiling. I don't feel it. Well, you enter by thanks, by being thankful. You actually enter through thanksgiving, being thankful. I can't tell you how many times I just got, I just get, you know, when I'm trying to pray, and I might be feeling distant to God. I just start to say, thank you for this, God. Thank you for that. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my health. Father, thank you that you bless me. Thank you that you're with me. Thank you that you're loved. Thank you for your joy. I just start thanking Him. And before I know it, I start feeling the presence of God. I start feeling the joy. I start feeling gratitude and, and love and happiness. Why? Because I'm thanking Him for all the good I've got. It's, it's a key. It's a powerful key, I'm telling you. This... Thanksgiving service isn't just because we want to fill a, a, a service. It's to shift our mindsets to make us realize we should be like this all the time. We shouldn't, because yes, we're looking back for the year and go, all the things you've done. God, you've been so good. There's so many things I'm grateful for. I could be for hours and hours just saying, I'm thankful for this, thankful for that. Thank you. I'm th thankful for a lot of things. But you have to remind yourself to be thankful. You can't take things for granted. The guy that was in jail, he took, when he wasn't there, he was just eating anything he wanted to, and we just take it for granted. We take food for granted. Most of, most of us probably had the most the beautifulest meals over Christmas. But we're living like the top 10% richest people in the world in Australia. 90% of the world don't live like us. So we need to be grateful. We need to be thankful. I, I give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the people. That means let people know about what He's done. This is one of the greatest ways to, to, give, um, to evangelize or let people know about God's goodness. is Just tell people about what He's done for you. 
Now, I know that can be hard in a culture of tall toppy syndrome. Toppy syndrome. Where, where the Australians want to pull you down if you're getting up. If you're, if you're, if you're growing and succeeding or maturing or, or you're just moving on in life, people feel intimidated, insecure, jealous. They want to pull you down. That's in Australia, I'm telling you. And so it's, it's easy to, to when some, something good happens to you, it's easy to, oh, I'm not going to share it because I don't want them to feel jealous. But you know what? Don't be ashamed of the goodness of God. It reflects to people the goodness of God on your hand. It reflects to them. Just, just be honest with them. Be real. Be humble, but share what God has done in your life. In Daniel 6, Daniel gave thanks to the Lord three times a day, it says about him. Three times a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the night. I think it reflects an attitude of excellence and why God used Daniel to be such a powerful prophet, powerful leader. He, had a great, he, he just thanked God three times a day. I can't say I'm, I make a point of thanking God three times a day. Like, I'm going to get up in the morning, thank God. Then I'm, in the after, afternoon, I'm going to make sure I, 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 I close the window, I close the door. That's what he did. He went to his home and faced Jerusalem and thanked God. No wonder he had a spirit of excellence and had a great attitude. And they couldn't pull him down because he had this attitude of thanking God, praising God. Jonah, do you know Jonah's story when he was eaten by the fish? He's in there for three days, three nights. The Bible in verse 9 says, When Jonah sacrifices to the Lord thanksgiving... Then the fish spat him out. It's like when he finally got repented and he finally said, you know what, I'm just going to praise God. Thank you, God. Stinks in here, it's dark. The acid's eating my skin. This is bad. I don't know if I'm going to get out, but thank you, God, for life. He had to find something to thank God for. Thank you, God, for who you are. You were faithful, I wasn't, but God, you're faithful. He started to thank God. The moment he thanked God, the fish spewed him out. He found breakthrough. Christine read from Paul and Silas. They're in jail. Their feet are, are chained up in stocks in the dungeons, probably where the rats are and the cockroaches are, the insects are. It stinks. It's bad. It's black, dark, no light. It's not night like our jails. They're like Hilton compared to those jails. And they must have just said, you know, Silas, did you see the, little, the lady when we set her free from those demons? The jaw on her face. Yeah, it was so good, wasn't it, Paul? Isn't God good? Yes, God's good. It's dark. They got, they've been whipped. They've got pain in their backs. And they say, we just think, should we sing songs to God? Should we just pray? Yeah, we should. 12 o'clock at night. And that's what an attitude. As they praised, as they worshipped, as they gave thanks to God, the earthquake came and they got set free. It's a beautiful picture that you and I get set free from the things that try to bind us down, try to chain us up. Psalms... Um, now, sorry, Isaiah 61 says that God gives us a spirit of the oil of joy for the, and, the, and the spirit of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So as we get the spirit of praise goes to God, spirit of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Heaviness is lifted when you start to praise. Heaviness. You know depression? It's lifted. And Jesus, look at this one, gave thanks to God. He had the food, little boy's lunch. Bible says the first thing he did, he gave thanks to God. What an attitude. Why did he give thanks to God? He's giving thanks to God in the context of thankfulness, the heart of praise and thankfulness. A miracle happens and he multiplies the food and feeds thousands and thousands of people. We've got to be thankful because miracles come from a heart of thankfulness. Whatever you do, Colossians 3, in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father. Whatever you do, in word or deed, everything, that means everything you do should be giving thanks to God the Father. In prayer, it says, watch in prayer with thanksgiving. When we pray, we should be always, thank, always thankful. Other scripture says this, because uh, Colossians 4 verse 2, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. The word watch means to be awake with thanksgiving, to be vigilant with thanksgiving, be alert with thanksgiving. Watch in prayer. Watch in thanksgiving. Be alert. Be alert. There's something about being thankful that keeps your heart alert to what God's doing. If we look at this, what the enemy wants to do, he wants us to see what God isn't doing instead of what God is doing. This is a normal thing that the enemy wants to do. Tra trap us into what he's not doing, what he hasn't done yet. And it's, again, it's usually the 5% of the things that he hasn't done yet, but he's done so many good things. When Benny Hinn, 
came to this country many, many years ago. So not, the, not the last few visits, but the first few visits in Sydney Entertainment Centre. I remember seeing it on the media, on the TV. They interviewed a p- people that didn't get the miracle. They interviewed, they went for the ones, there's the media, they went for the ones that didn't get the miracle. They were there waiting to get a miracle, maybe in their wheelchairs, and they didn't get a miracle. But I was in that meeting, and I wept with weeping with joy and gratitude to God because I saw the miracles. I saw powerful miracles. But they didn't go find the ones that got healed. Does that make sense? Do you know if you went to the life of Jesus, you could do the same to him? In the pool of Bethsaida where, where the water had to move and the angel moved the water and whoever got in got healed. Jesus goes and heals one person. And all the others didn't get healed. They could have easily interviewed those guys and say, hey, this prophet from Nazareth, who does he think he is? He didn't heal those other people. If he really is a prophet from God and a real healer, why didn't he heal everybody else? That could have made him look bad if you look at what God's not doing instead of what God is doing. God is doing things. But our mind, our focus has to be on what God is doing. Because even in our own lives, you can think, but he's not done that yet. He still hasn't done that. Be thankful for what he is doing. The last scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I mean, that is so clear. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. Do you want to know the will of God? In everything give thanks. Do we give thanks for bad things? We don't give, bad, we don't give thanks for bad things happening to us but we give thanks in all things. So when a bad thing happens, I give thanks in it. To who? To God, because He remains good. He didn't change even when a bad thing happened to me. He didn't cause the bad thing. He didn't bring the bad thing. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God comes to give life. Jesus came to give life. So I'm going to thank Him in all things, not for all things. Does that make sense? I'm going to still thank God my dad died, heart attack, bang, 55, lost him, gone. I thanked God, not because he died, but because God didn't change. God was still good. God's still loving. God's still gracious. God still forgives me of my sins. We're not to rejoice because demons are, bound, are subject to the name of Jesus on our lips, but we are to rejoice. You think, I don't got nothing to be grateful for. I've hardly got anything to be thankful for. Well, Jesus said, don't be grateful because of the miracles and casting out devils. Don't be thankful for that. I mean, we do, but he goes, be thankful that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. If you got your names written in the Lamb's book of life, that means you know you're saved. You know that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and you've accepted Christ. You gave Him your life and you know you're forgiven. If you've got it, God, by the blood of the Lamb, He writes your name like a registry. You have to register your name to get into heaven. It's by accepting Jesus. Then you got it. You got, you're registered. You can go, you can go in because you got your name there. If you got your name there, you can rejoice even if, even if you lost everything here on earth, even if, not that it will happen, but you rejoice. You rejoice for who he is. Amen? Well, we're going we're gonna to hear some stories, some testimonies. Leon's going to administrate this, but it has to be literally be one or two minutes. No more than two minutes, because we want to hear from a lot of people, because we know God's doing a lot of things in, in our family, in our community. Lots. Of, I can tell you so many. I didn't even start to say that. But, you know, my, my, one of my greatest gratitudes is to Christine's mum and dad. For over the years, they've been faithful. God's blessed them. They run a business and they're, they're just, they bless, they've blessed us. We're the overflow of their blessing. So if you see us blessed, be grateful to God. Be grateful because it's, God has used Christine's mom and dad to bless us. I mean, the car that Christine drives, they bought it for her. And sometimes it's hard to drive it because we think, I wonder what people are thinking. Like, do they think we, you know, they've blessed us. They've worked hard. God's blessed them and they've blessed us time and time again. Just over and over for years and years. And we trust it's going to be for many more years. Because they're, they're a blessing. They're a blessing. We, we thank them. So good. Well, let's have a joyous morning. This is going to be a really encouraging time. Um, like, like Dad said, if you've got a testimony, we want to encourage you to keep it uh, to one or two minutes. Just the reason being, we believe God's doing a lot of things, and we'd like to hear from all the things. And I think it really gives us all context to hear God doing different things in different scenarios and situations. 
Um, so we've got a couple people prepared, but I, I just want to encourage you, if you've come this morning and you feel like, man, 2019 was not my year, I struggled through it, I, don't even, I can't find the testimony, I just want to echo what Dad said, I think this is beautiful, the, the fact that heaviness is lifted when you begin to praise. You know, like, like Jesus was there with that problem, like Dad was saying, he was there with the problem, he needed to feed 5,000, but he praised God in the lack, and God provided. Um, and we shared this morning with our leaders that the recipe for breakthrough, so if you're waiting for breakthrough... Check this out. The recipe for breakthrough is celebrating the testimony. Come with a heart of thankfulness this morning. Get in on this testimony. When people share testimonies, allow it to be your testimony. Allow it to be your breakthrough and you'll receive a breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Well, first up, I'd love to invite my good friend, Dean Hunter. Why don't you welcome him up? Morning, church. Um, so I just, uh, I really had on my heart this morning um, that I needed to be thankful for my job. I think uh, perspective was a massive word that you were getting at, you know, if you're in prison and all you look forward to is your hot dogs, to us it doesn't seem like much, but the perspective is what really gives us that Thanksgiving. And um, I just want to speak about God's provision in uh, my job. This year I was unemployed, I was uh, living in Five Dock here, I had no income except for a few gigs here and there. And uh, God made a way for me to survive in that time. And then he put me in this job that was meant to be only short terms, meant to be maybe a month or two. And uh, I'm still in that job. I still have that job after I go, after the holiday period. And let me just tell you, I had no business being in that job whatsoever. <laughs> I still feel like I have no business. God made a way for me, someone who had... Um, no experience in this really technical job. I bet you never have heard of this. I work in acoustic monitoring. No? Um, and I write reports. And when I first saw the report, I thought, what is this? I have no idea about it. And now I write like 15 of them a week. And, um, and I just want to say that, yeah, praise God. Um, keeping that heart, like I said, I was reminded this morning just to be thankful that I have a job to go back to. And I heard um, Stephen Furtick say that his son said to him, is 58 grand a year a lot of money? Is that a good wage? And he says, it is until you start earning it. And then you want more, right? So I was just reminded this morning, I think it's such a great word that you brought. Um, we have to remind ourselves to be thankful all the time. Thankful of where we live, the country, the freedoms that we have. And when you're unemployed, any job is a good job, um, so that's, you know, we enter His gates with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Amen. Awesome. Thanks, Dean. <laughs> I love it. Very cool. Next up, I believe we've got Jacob. Come on, Jacob. Um, again, if you've got any testimonies, just come up to Dad, and he'll, he'll write your name down. Jacob's from Movement Youth. Why don't you come stand up here, mate, so everybody can see you. What has God done in your life this year, mate? Take it away. Um, what I'm grateful for is basically a couple years, years ago, if you knew me at school, um, and whenever anyone mentioned Jesus, I just like put my face down, just like I'm a Christian. And then, like, <laughs> and then but recently I was at um, Movement Youth Camp and Daz came and he was like, oh, I walked into like, I think it was Macca's and just said, so I got up on a table and just started prophesying. And I'm like, I want to be like that one day. And then, like, throughout the year, um, opportunities have been coming to me. Like, um, Leon came up to me one day and said, you want to preach at youth? And I just accepted. And, like, all these opportunities have been coming. And it's really been growing in my um, confidence and, like, speaking. Uh, I've still got a way to go. Like, I'm still pretty nervous about getting up here. But um, I'm, like, he's really growing in me. So, yeah, awesome. Praise God. He's doing an amazing thing in Jacob. He preached an absolutely fiery message um, at youth. I think he's preached twice at youth, haven't you? It was amazing. Next up, Tash has got a word. Testimony. Bring it um, on. Hi. I'm going to be really quick because I have a lot to thank God for. Um, but just sitting in that message, I just, I'm so thankful for like the little things. Like I'm so thankful that I get to read a book to my kids every night. I'm so thankful that I get to brush their teeth. I'm so thankful um, for Inspire Kids and the impartation that they put into our kids. Um, I'm thankful for my husband. We bought a new house this year as a family. 
Um, and there is so much to thank God for, but one particular story that I really want to glorify God in is um, at the end of last year, my principal pulled me aside and said, we've, we've, we, um, we can see a, a grace over your life for ministry. And, um, and when I gave my life to Jesus in 2006, um, I was radically saved. I, just, I was so undone. I had, my, my dream was to pursue theater and, um, and then like psychology as my backup because my mom wasn't confident <laughs> about me being in theater. But, um, I, um, but when I gave my life to Jesus, like God just, like I was undone. And, and um, all I wanted to do, because I was 18, I'm like, all I wanted to do was to go back to school and tell all these kids that they didn't need to make the same stupid decisions I made when I was in high school. Um, but, and tell them about Jesus, but that was, you know, it was a bit late for me because I'd graduated. So I thought, why don't I become a high school teacher? And not realizing I actually had a curriculum and a syllabus to teach and all of those sorts of things, but went into uni, um, studied English and, and drama as my majors. And, um, but I had this vision of me holding a microphone and I was in front of a bunch of school kids and I was preaching to them. I knew it wasn't in a church. I didn't have youth pastors and youth leaders um, in my world. And so I didn't see myself in that way. I saw myself as a teacher. Um, and I had no idea how that was going to come to pass. Worked in like the department for a little while. And then I got into private schools and that sort of thing. Um, and then my boss pulled me aside. You need to know that context to know this context. So now we're fast forward 12 years. And um, my boss pulled me aside and said, hey, um, we see this grace of your life for ministry and we want you to do more in the ministry. And so we're going to make you the ministry coordinator of our school. And so, um, so basically I oversee like all the chapel services, all the ministry like that the kids do, the lunchtime groups, the Bible studies, all the rest of it. Um, schools tour when they come in, that sort of thing. Um, we do worship nights every term with the kids. And, um, and I remember just standing on the platform holding a microphone on the first day back last, at the beginning of this year and seeing 7 to 12 in front of me waiting to hear me preach the gospel. And I got to just thank God for that. And so I just think like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I just think like when you have, when God's giving you a dream or God's giving you a vision for something, you know, like just like Joseph, it didn't happen like the next year or the next couple of years. Like I waited 12 years for this vision to manifest. And so sometimes it takes time, but I'm just thanking God for that. Yeah. So awesome. Thanks, Tash. I love, I love... I love these testimonies because they're, you know, when, it's a, when a brother or sister has a testimony, it's our testimony too. If a brother or sister is blessed, we're just as blessed. So let's celebrate with them. Danny Warner. Hey, guys. Come on. Uh, I got quite a lot of thanks, but I'll do it quick. Um, firstly, Mom, Sally, she uh, kindly volunteered me today to speak. So uh, God bless her. She's always pushing me out of my zone to, you know, talk. But um, for me, basically, my thanks is to family and friends. Like, my first time when they mentioned it, was to do this, because uh, when I was overseas, I oh, sorry, I got saved before I went overseas, um, and I thought I had a firm foundation, you know, and I thought I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, going over there, but then I just kind of lost my way. I didn't have the friends and support I had that I have now. Well, I still had it, but I just didn't have it overseas. And, you know, I didn't have the right friends around me. They were good, but they just weren't, um, they weren't Christian, so just didn't have that firm foundation, and then just slowly just totally tilted and then like kind of nothing so coming back it's good being surrounded going to connect um and just building that foundation with everyone and that's helped me grow my relationship with god so thanks to family and friends and the church just quickly on danny danny is i mean i think he's got the same humility gift as tim warner but this guy has grown in leaps and bounds this year he's been prophesying and like ministering and witnessing on the street like better than I do, so you're amazing, bro. Better than any, so blessing. You all the time. Peppy, sorry. Okay, Peppy, so I've got it so on, many testimonies, I only have 40 minutes, right? 40 minutes. Is it all? Okay, it. so I'm going to start four years ago. So that 12 my points. <laughs> so, long story short, so my wife and I both, when we go say, we got put us a university to become teachers, okay? High school teachers, primary school teachers. So, for the last four years, we've been studying at uni. And we also have two children, okay? So I can guarantee you that's not easy, right? So it's been a tough, a tough time. So the last four years, 
But what, what we did was we've been, we were thanking God every day for the opportunity that he gave us. And we trusted him for his plan for our lives. So we went through uni, not just with passes. We went through uni by getting like high distinctions, by getting scholarships and awards. So, and we give the glory to God. So there was, as Leo was saying before, when people ask, how did you do that? How do you do that? So there was a good opportunity for us to give the glory to God, okay? Because only with the grace of God we could have done, we could have done four years of university with two kids, okay? And by the end, the, the last testimony, it's just this year. So after uni, you need to get a job, right? So who's in the education system? Some of you know that it's very hard to get a permanent job your first year out, right? So it takes three, four years to get a permanent job. But guess what? We got a permanent job straight up before we finished university. Both of us got the permanent job. So it's be that's because we have the favor of God in our lives. So it wasn't, it wasn't easy, trust me. So it wasn't easy. Just because it was the will of God, it wasn't easy. But our attitude of thanksgiving every day, we were thanking God and trusting Him for His will in our lives. And that's the result. Like we just trusted Him. We got a permanent job. And people sometimes, like Leo was saying, sometimes it's like embarrassing because I was working in a school. This experienced teacher, she's been working for three, four years. She can teach math, science, physics. She applied for the job. I applied for the job. I got the permanent job. She didn't get a job. I was like, <laughs> like that was very, so the blessing of God's are amazing. Yep. Come on, mate. All good? Preach. Where's the, where's the other 38 minutes? Sorry? I thought you were going to preach for 40 minutes, mate. All right, next time, next time. All right, next up, Jade. Come on, Jay, what's God done in your life this year? Yeah, something that you're thankful for? I think for? this year has just been a phenomenal year of acceleration with the Lord, learning to be a partner with Him in everyday life where I just get to surrender and see Him do the impossible. Like go to the beach and then suddenly someone's healed and gives their lives to Jesus. David Ireland, who actually came to our church and shared his testimony to just people on the bus and I turn around and God gives me a word for them. Like God's just blowing up in my life but most importantly, it was in community. You know, in Connect Group this year has been such a privilege, being in an all-women's Connect. I really saw God the Father's heart for His children. And just seeing all the girls just completely transformed, growing in the prophetic, growing in their love for Jesus, seeing miracles every week, seeing people healed in Connect Group with legs growing out, seeing like back pain healed, seeing hearts being healed, and having like the fragrance of heaven fill the rooms. And when we change house, that fragrance moves with us to that new house. So it was just phenomenal just seeing that. But I think the thing that just blew me away the most in community, this year I was able to invite my sister who hasn't been a Christian. So I've been a Christian for 18 years now. And ever since I was a child, whenever I mentioned Jesus, she would just get so angry and she would stop talking to me for weeks. And she would just, just, just be so angry. And this year she decided to come to church with me. And in community, she went to Alpha Course here, and she met all of you, and she gave her life to Jesus, and she comes to church. She even invited my whole family to the Christmas service last week, so it was really cool to see everyone here. Praise God. Come on. Praise God. So good. Amazing. Herman Duplessis. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, why don't you help me welcome Herman Duplessis. Good day, everybody. Yeah, so I've got three things that I wanted to share about quickly. Uh, first thing is work. I think there's a lot of testimonies about work. Um, so about two years ago, well, a year and a half ago, I started this new job, um, just as an engineer, a very technical position. And during that time, a lot of, I got like three words from people saying, God is going to expand your, your capacity and authority in work. Oh, well, just that, actually. It's going to expand. And I thought it's great. And then within four months, I got an opportunity to lead people, which wasn't really supposed to be my job. It was supposed to be somebody else's, but they didn't want it. And and I got the job, and it was really great, and it was really hard, because throughout my life, I've been told that you're not really a leader, you're more of a follower, so I never pursued any of those, of those um, roles, and then when this happened, I, God's grace was just like phenomenal, and I get to be, um, I, get, I got to deal with really tough issues, and it was a really tough year, but God was there in everything, and I got to deal with people that might be a little bit difficult, and um, Sunday at Christmas, one of those people were here, and him and his daughter raised their hand to receive Christ. So that was great. <laughs> then um, on that, uh, I'm really thankful for our Christmas production. I'm really grateful, not just for what you guys saw, 
Praise God. Not just for what you guys saw, but for also what happened behind the scenes and how people got together. And like, I'm super grateful. I remember when I did it the first time, it was really tough. This time it was bigger, but not as tough. Because God is just good. So praise Him. And then the last thing I wanted to say is just what we have here. Like this community, like moving here almost five years ago, being a single guy of my age and not knowing a single person in this country, um, joining this church and having family and grown in the way that I have, I am super grateful for God, for this family. We, we, always, we always focus on, on going out, evangelism, healings, and we should, we really should. But the miracle that happens within these people here, of people growing, there's so many people that grow, that become better, that grow in the Lord because of family and because of adoption. And I'm really grateful for that. Carl Mascarenas. What are you praising God for? What has God done in your life this year, mate? Oh, um, I wrote down a list, but I'm just going to go for it. Um, so I just really wanted to say uh, thank you for, well, for this year for my job. Um, last, last year... Uh, Leo and Christine asked me to be on staff, and I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. Uh, is this the right job for me? Um, and just coming, coming from a family where, you know, prestige and earning a degree and doing all those kinds of things, uh, that that's pretty much determines your class. So then for me, that really challenged me. But then coming into this role and just being, being uh, just experiencing, like, the behind-the-scenes work, of everything, it just really blows me away because it shows the faithfulness and it shows the discipline. It shows, it shows the the spiritual maturity of everyone behind the scenes. Um, and I just really wanted to say thank you, um, thank you for um, you know trusting me with this role and just really thankful for all the volunteers, all the be behind the scenes volunteers like Herman. Herman's just been praying behind the whole running of Christmas. You got the kids, everyone's praying behind the kids. Everyone's, everyone has that servant heart in this place. And I just really wanted to acknowledge that and eliminate that because, um, yeah, this is the first time being in a church. I was saved in this church and I've been walking with the Lord for about six years now. So this is the only this is the only um, culture of family I've ever I've ever known and have experienced before. So when a person calls me and says, "What kind of church are you? Are you like a young church? Or are you like a family focused church?" I'm like, "We just focus on Jesus, and we just love on people." So yeah, yeah. So I really wanted to acknowledge just the volunteers and just the love and the culture that, you know, Leo and Christine, like, do behind the scenes, and it starts from the top. So they actually emulate that, and I just feel like all the leaders have that. Before we make a decision, we pray about it. You know, it's not, it's not a reactive thing. Sometimes for me, I'm just like, Leo, we need to do this, and he's like, let me just pray about it first. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, sweet, you know? So, um, yeah, I just wanted to, to, to say thank you and just be, I'm uh, just really... My heart's full of that, and I just really wanted to acknowledge that. So, yeah. Very good. I think next up, Marcus. We have Marcus. <clears throat> Come on down, Marcus. Hello, everybody. Um, so funny. Leon sent me a message last night, and he said, would you like to share? And I said, nah, nothing really happened. <laughs> And then I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, no, I actually had such an amazing year. Um, so halfway through the year, my boss came up to me and he said, oh, you've got four weeks off. There's no work. It was winter. I thought, this sucks so much. <laughs> um, and then I thought, oh, I should just go overseas. And then I spoke to Mr. Tilly and he's like, yeah, you should go. So I booked the ticket on Sunday and I left on Monday. <laughs> so I went for three weeks. It was so awesome. I'd been wanting to go for ages. Um, and I was so excited. And then I came back, and I had work for about two months. And then my boss said, um, you finished your apprenticeship now. You're all done. I have to let you go. So I had no job, and I had no car because it wasn't doing so well. And then someone came up to me and said, I've got a car. You can use it. So I was so blessed. I was like, great, I've got a car. And then I got a couple words from about five people that said, you just have to wait. You just have to sit and wait. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. So I was sitting around for three months 
um, not working, and it was really disheartening, and I had people saying, oh, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, yeah, cool, you're sitting around. <laughs> um, and then I had two people. We had a combined youth night, and the preacher from the other church came up to me, and then one of the youth kids came up to me separately, and they said, it's time for you to come out of the shadows. Um, you're going to be in the limelight, and it's going to be a new season. I was like, great. I wonder what that means. That's really cool. And then I had someone else come up to me about a month later, and they said, you should start your own business. You're meant to start your own business. And I woke up one morning, and I was like, maybe I am, so I'll check it out. And I went online. I found a car. It was the only car with those specs. It was so cheap. It was practically brand new. This person was selling it. So I went to go check it out, signed a deposit that day, bought a car. Then after that, I started, I bought, what did I do? Purchased my business name, got the insurance, had people giving me jobs. People at church were like, oh, you're doing your own thing. Um, I've got heaps of electrical jobs. You can have them. They weren't tied down to their electrician. Um, everything just beautifully fell into place. I just, so blessed. It was really, really awesome. Praise God. Why don't we welcome up Jackie? There's so much to be thankful for, uh, especially uh, this year's been a really um, a beautiful year for me. Um, firstly, I'll just thank God for Dad. Um, for some of you that don't know that my dad's a walking miracle. Um, he was on life support for three days, and um, we had a really great miracle, and we saw God come through, and now he's alive and fully fit. But really what I want to thank God for, um, and he's really placed it on my heart, is um, just to be thankful for the things that we don't see and um, things that we don't understand and for every um, tear and for every uh, pain and for every hurt that I've gone through this year because he's just growing me um, in his faith and trust and um, it's not in our understanding but it's in his understanding. So I just really feel like to give God all the glory for um, everything that we don't see and all the hardships in our lives because he's got it. I think Dylan, take it away, Dills. Yeah, mate. So basically, I'll be quick, but about nine years ago or so, I was one of the worship leaders at GGC, and one day, you know, I was in like a, um, a bad sexual relationship with a girl, and I just felt shame, and I was under this guilt, so one day, I was just about to start worship, and I just dropped my guitar and left, and I never came back to GGC, and I was really cooked. And all that whole roster and everything, I just completely threw everyone in, um, under the bus and all that, you know. So, ended up pursuing my own musical thing and just being caught in bad relationships and was like so against God. And every time mum would try to pray for me, it was like, get off my back, mum. And um, what happened was about two years ago, we started the crew and this one Christian guy joined us and we were like, oh gosh, another Christian guy. But we brought him in and um, little did we know that he was kind of like behind the scenes praying for us and stuff like that. And he was a super cool guy. And, um, well, Lib's here, I'm sure, somewhere, but Lib gave his life to Christ. I gave my life to Christ. Another guy in our crew gave his life to Christ. And because um, of this one guy, three of us have come back to, to Christ. I'm now back on the worship team, and it's like this massive redemption thing. Of, um, like, yeah, I ended up going on a mission trip this year as well, and it's like 2019 has been the year of like eight, nine years of like whatever, and then God just redeemed that whole thing in mine and so many people's lives. So praise God. Praise God. Zena. And we've got Zena coming up next. Zena, 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 Zena. Why don't we welcome Zena to the front? Take it away. Thanks, Leon. Um, just three things I wanted to share. So many uh, things to be grateful to God for. But um, earlier this year, on a Tuesday night, we had a really big storm in Sydney. And I was walking home from work and coming to the School of Supernatural that night. And I saw this um, gum tree. It wasn't that tall. It was probably up to the ceiling. And it had fallen over a car. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I wonder whose car that was. But it was my car. <laughs> and then I was like, my goodness. I went in and I said to my husband, Andy, I said, you need to come out and help me. Because, you know, and for those of you who have seen him, he looks like the Incredible Hulk. So he comes out. And he actually lifts the tree off the car, <laughs> not kidding, and there wasn't a single scratch. 
on the car. You know, that roof could have been dented and everything. So that's one thing. The other thing was, um, you know, the support of this church family. My family are all overseas and interstate. Um, so, you know, from very early days, God actually spoke to me and said, this is your family. And so I've been in this church for 27 years. And God has never, people say to me, um, I, I've never met somebody who's been in a church for 27 years. Do you know, I think they were angels clapping. <laughs> Praise Jesus. But, you know, um, so the support of, you know, the church family spoke to me. And people say, um, I've never met somebody who has been in a church for this long. And I think, well, God never moved me. He didn't, he, he never told me to leave. You know, and I love everybody here and the love and the support. So um, at one hiccup that we had was one of my cousins in Perth. She um, had an, uh, a lupus attack. So I, I don't know the clinical name for it, but six of her toes went black and she had to be admitted and they said they might have to amputate. So I rang Jade and I said, Jade, can you help me? Just, you know, I mean, all the intercessors were praying in our church, but I rang her and I said, I need some prayer support. So Jade rings my cousin and um, prays over her. And so beautiful, God gave Jade a word that her, her toes would not be amputated and that the color would be restored. And today, that's exactly what happened. So praise Jesus. So, you know, I want you to know that, you know, I don't take this lightly. I praise and thank God, not just for his unfailing love, but the love of this beautiful family, love and support. You know, parents give their children grief. I gave Leo and Christine grief in the early days. I broke their heart, you know, but they loved me through it. They supported me. And not just Leo and Christine, but, you know, this whole family, not even from 27 years ago, but you now. I can't tell you how much I love and appreciate each and every one of you, really. Thank Jesus for you. And I think, last, Katerina. Come on. Why don't we welcome Katerina? There you go. I didn't want to come, but the Holy Spirit pushed me so much. I had to come. I have to obey. Um, what I want to say to you, I want to thank God for all he has done during 76 years of my life. He wants me to tell you that... Many years ago, at the age of 31, my daughter died. And I had to do the funeral myself. And I did proclaim the goodness of God. And I'm still doing that. Because my daughter is not dead, as I said. She's in heaven with Christ. And she left me a baby, two and a half months old. And my son-in-law, Hector, became a pastor through my example. I want you to understand that sometimes we go, like the Holy Spirit told me to come and tell you, we go through trials, things that because of curses that have been in our life or things that the enemy puts in our life, but we are overcomers. We have Jesus that he died for us. And so I want to thank him because all these years I never ever taught I would be who I am, be able to travel, to bring people in cafes, in bus, in trains, into the kingdom. Many people know me. She knows me. It's very important that you thank him for the life he has given you and for the good and bad things that have happened in your life. I want to thank him because this year has been amazing. And next year will be even better. You have to proclaim whatever you say with your might. Your mouth has got power. Your word will declare what is your future. God bless you and give it thanks to the Lord. Amen. Did you have something? Oh, you were just helping Katarina down the stairs. Praise the Lord. We need, eh, ah, thank you, Katarina. That's amazing. I feel so blessed. Yeah, 100%. Yep. 
Amen, 100%. I think, I think Katarina is an incredible model of, of what it looks like to age very well. You know what I mean? Another one, yes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Where's, there you go. <clears throat> Come on. Everybody, this is Genesis. Hello, everybody. Um, this year, I'm just so thankful for God for just his faithfulness and um, family. Um, not just like my immediate family, but uh, my church family, um, my connect group. Um, it's been so amazing. Um, two and a half weeks ago, my dad actually passed away. Um, and it was really hard for my family, but God um, really pulled us through and elevated us and gave us such a peace and, and an understanding of, like, he's in heaven now. Um, but I'm just so thankful that, like, people were really shocked that how me and my family handled his passing. Um, but it's all to God, <laughs> all glory to God. Um, he's literally amazing. His, just his love and just his peace over our lives and especially my mom's life. Um, so I just wanted to thank God for everything that he is and that I can continue praising him through the hard seasons. Yeah. Praise God. So good. How can, how can the devil have any hold on us when we can celebrate God's goodness even in the, the shocking seasons, in the desert seasons? Um, I think a lot of what we're hearing, I think the testimonies that have come up today are so beautiful because we get to sit in and hear the completion of a story arc. Like we get to hear the end of the story, the miracle, the fulfillment of a promise, whatever it was. And, and for many of us, you may still be in that journey and you're waiting for the fulfillment. But the thing is, God's wanting to stir all of us to be reminded that He is faithful. He, he's always faithful. His promises never fail. His promises are yes and amen. And so for those of you that are waiting on the fulfillment of a promise or a prophetic word, for those of you that are still waiting for your breakthrough or your miracle testimony, we can be inspired and encouraged that we know that God is faithful. That for many years, even in, in Katarina's life, she hasn't slowed down. She's increased. Because as, as we continue to grow in this revelation of who God is, it should stir us to be even more sure of His faithfulness. That as we get deeper, and even when things get more difficult, we can get even surer of the goodness of our God. And we get to walk on deeper waters. Not, not shallow waters, but we walk deeper. Amen. Praise God. God is good. Everybody say, God is good. <laughs> He's so amazing. I think we got to finish it there. We can praise Him all day long. We're, we've gone over time, but we can praise God forever. Don't stop praising God. You know what? If God has encouraged you this morning, and if there is a word that you wish you could have shared on stage this morning, take that word, take that testimony, and tell someone about what God did in your life. It's the perfect tool for evangelism. Tell someone about what God did in your life. Tell them that God is a good God, and watch. They can't attack your testimony. Your testimony is your story, it's truth, and uh, take that and tell someone about Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to the GGC Life Podcast. We hope this message has encouraged you. For more, please visit our website, ggclife.com, or email us, ggclife at ggclife.com. From our house to yours, be blessed.